Welcome to the Azure Podcast, a weekly podcast to keep you up to date on what's new on our cloud platform, Microsoft Azure. Your hosts, Cynthia Crane, Evan Basilic, Suji DeMello, Kenno Roden, Kel Teeter, and Russell Young discuss a different service or solution on each show with subject matter experts to explain how to get started, how different services work, and how to make decisions in tricky scenarios. You can find out more about our podcast at azpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at Azure Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the Azure Podcast. This is episode number 467, uh, being recorded on July 26th. Uh, 2023. Uh, I'm here. This is Kale Teeter. Uh, I'm the only one here today. We might be joined by Russell here in a bit, uh, but the others are out. Um, but we do have a special guest here, Redhika, uh, to talk about some things with App Service today. Uh, before we get into that, I'm going to talk about um, a few things here in the news uh, that Russell had dropped in here. The first one being, um, you know, basically we have these uh, dev boxes we spoke about before on the podcast, uh, which are kind of these self-contained cloud-based workstations for developers. Uh, so these are now generally available. Um, so they've been out for a while in preview. Um, and basically we, we have these things ready for GA now. Um, and this works again with like code spaces and all the kind of whole developer flow that we have built there uh, as part of the platform. Uh, the second thing we have is uh, announcing the uh, Azure Managed Luster uh, for HPC and AI workloads. So AI being a pretty relevant topic today uh, in, in the world. Uh, and HPC computing obviously uh, kind of is needed for a lot of those AI workloads. And this is a um, high performance file system uh, that's being used for HPC uh, workloads. So Luster has been a partner uh, for quite some time. Uh, with Azure, and uh, this is a managed offering um, that's it's out there now for people to take advantage of. A lot of details in the blog post about the performance specs and things around this, uh, and some of the partners or customers out rather who are actually using that. Uh, another one we have is uh, something I talk about quite a bit here is cost management. Um, for those who are new to the podcast or haven't been around before, the uh, the cost management uh, features that we have inside of Azure management features rather are, are built there to help you kind of rationalize and, and control your costs and your spend in Azure around like what, what you are using up there, what resources are using things, all the kind of cost reporting and, and how you can save money, how you can optimize all those kind of things. So pretty comprehensive set of tools that continues to evolve. I think we have these monthly and uh, there's an update here around you know, some new features that are in there, resource utilization, some new pricing pages for different services that are up there. Um, this cost management labs, uh, which basically gives you kind of like a preview feature to see some of the new stuff that's coming for cost management. So pretty cool feature there, uh, similar to how we do, you know, like preview features with other things, Windows and otherwise. Um, another one here is around uh, your skills and, and training. And basically um, there's this Microsoft CLX tracks for Azure now which are connected learning experiences, what CLX stands for. Uh, and these are for, uh, there's been three new tracks here for Azure professionals. And these are basically around the networking components, Sentinel uh, and, and migration of Windows servers to Azure. So there's some new, um, you know, learning content up there uh, for folks who are interested in that, again, around networking, Windows server migration and, and Microsoft Sentinel. And we'll drop that link in there. 
and then uh, another one is uh, this that goes along with Microsoft Learn is this Azure OpenAI service. Um, so there's been some learning content that's been added for that. Again, very relevant today with uh, uh, how AI is kind of exploding in the world and a lot of uh, enterprises are getting involved in that. So there's some new learning paths up here uh, that help you with the OpenAI service, like getting started, how to start building stuff, some of the engineering features behind those kind of things. So um, really cool stuff. Uh, go take a look at it. Uh, this content's up there on our learning site. So we'll drop those links in the uh, in the show notes. But uh, in the interest of time here, well, I'll go ahead and, uh, as I mentioned, we have a special guest here today, Radhika. So Radhika, could you uh, basically give us a little background on what you do at Microsoft and uh, what we're going to talk about today with App Services? Yep, sure. Thank you, Kelly. Uh, thank you for uh, giving me an opportunity to participate in this podcast today. I'm Radhika. I'm uh, engineering manager based out of uh, India, Hyderabad. Uh, I uh, I work on uh, WordPress on Azure App Service, and also I'm one of the engineering manager for Dapper. Uh, it's a distributed application runtime, um, an open source project funded by Microsoft. Uh, today we are going to um, uh, we um, uh, we will talk about WordPress on Azure App Service, uh, the the features that we offer, what what WordPress is about, and then um, how we host on App Service, and what are the benefits or the features that customers can leverage, um, and uh, and also what are the new things that are going to come. We are going to. Uh, release in the upcoming weeks. Awesome. So this integration, like, I mean, WordPress is something, uh, for those who aren't aware, is, is kind of like a, a solution for people to do things like blogs, but but even entire websites on it, right? It's kind of expanded its use. And I'd say there's a lot of uh, websites on the internet using WordPress as their backend. But I guess the question is like, so when we, it started, we could still run it on Azure, maybe like IaaS or something like this. But when you say it runs on an app service, what kind of like specific integration is there for WordPress? Yeah, sure. So as you rightly said, it's uh, WordPress is a uh, uh, most used content management system in the world. It's it's a top content management system. Almost like 63% of uh, websites are running on WordPress. It's 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 a simple uh, content management system. Any any person can quickly spin up a blog post or a, a website without having much technical background right so um, as you rightly said that the wordpress can be hosted anywhere it can be on vm it can be on kubernetes or it can be on um, app service so i think the the advantage that customers can get on app service uh, hosting wordpress on app service app service being a managed uh, pass uh, hosting platform it's uh, the all the infrastructure related the whole management uh, stuff is taken care by us. Uh, the developer or the bloggers or the content developers, they can just focus uh, their time on building their content and uh, uh, publicizing their content. Uh, the the behind the scenes WordPress uses PHP. Uh, it runs on PHP and it uses Nginx as a web server. Uh, so we take care of all that, uh, managing the latest versions of PHP, Nginx, uh, security, uh, right? Uh, all that we take care of. That's the advantage that uh, the uh, the user can get from deploying the their or hosting their WordPress site 
on Azure App Service compared to IaaS or compared to Kubernetes, where they have to spend the time in managing the infrastructure as well. Um, in addition to that, uh, WordPress, uh, sorry, App Service also has an additional features like it will provide uh, the customers can buy a domain from Azure. They can have their own domain. They can get um, the free SSL certificate. Uh, right. Uh, so uh, and even app service also has uh, the uh, integration with some of the monitoring tools like Azure Monitor or App Insights where they can leverage it for monitoring their website. And app service also has these uh, scale up or scale out capabilities based on the user load. So it, it I can automatically scale out my setup to fulfill the user needs without any additional effort. Right? So these are the additional advantages that will provide to the customers where uh, they can leverage and build a powerful WordPress sites. That's really cool. So like on the scaling piece, right? You mentioned like WordPress can run in like really simple environments or even like super complex ones. Let's say it's like eBay or something, you know, like something yeah. really, a really big site. So in that case, uh, I assume there's other components behind WordPress. It's not just, uh, you mentioned it's PHP, but is there a database and things like that involved with it? Uh, or is it strictly file-based? And how does that scale, right? Is that something that people can go in and tweak as, uh, let's say I start out today and now I got a million users. Uh, how easy is it for me to scale up to that, you know? Yep, yep. So um, the our offering that uh, the WordPress on Azure App Service, um, we use MySQL, uh, Azure MySQL Flexible Server, which is a managed instance as the database. Uh, so um, uh, and we also have integrations with Azure CDN or Azure Front Door or the Blob Storage uh, where uh, customers can leverage. We, we have out of the box integrations with these uh, these components which would help in yeah as you rightly said wordpress has uh, file based content and the database content too right uh, both work in hand in hand so uh, when it comes to the file based content where customers can have uh, huge themes or uh, where to build to build their website with uh, with certain theme or they can have certain video files, the media files that they wanted to post on those websites. Uh, so some of those media files can be hosted on blob storage. Customers can leverage to host on blob storage, which will give a faster access to the content. Uh, they can do that. And the database is strictly it's a MySQL flexible server, which is managed by Microsoft and customers can configure. So MySQL server also has this capability of IO store, IO ops and the storage, right? The storage is the key thing. And it has a features of uh, uh, auto scale of IO ops or auto scale of storage. So as said, when the number of requests are increasing, when the number of users are increasing, when we think about increases scaling up the web server, which is app service, similarly, the administrator of the WordPress site can go and scale up their database tools to meet, meet the needs. Awesome. And as you mentioned, like uh, this integrates 
seamlessly with our like Azure monitor and some of the stuff we already have out of the box for monitoring. So users, I assume, can just take advantage of that to say, hey, I just keep tabs on things here. And when we start seeing pressure on database, file system, all those kind of things, then they know that it's time to act, you know? Yeah, that's, that's true. great. Yeah. Yeah. What, could you talk a little bit about like, I, I don't know, uh, not being familiar with the product, like on the security side of things, because a lot mm-hmm. of times when you have these CMS systems, this is kind of important, right? Because if this is a front face for your business, obviously you want to keep that secure. You don't want to be hacked or have someone get in there and start posting content uh, that's malicious or something like that. Does this integrate with any of like Azure AD or any other, like how, how do we handle the security aspect of this for like managing people who are going to add content to this? You know? Yeah, sure. I I think it has, um, I mean, three different levels of security aspects. As um, one is the user access, which they can integrate these, um, uh, enable the AD integration, so that the user access, the user role-based access, can be controlled uh, by AD. Uh, that's one level of uh, uh, access, uh, access uh, validation can be done. Then the other thing is um, uh, App Service has an out-of-the-box integration with Azure Defender which would uh, which would be continuously monitoring the the content of the site behind the scenes and if there is any malicious content coming into the site it will report Uh, and uh, it will notify and report so that users can go and take the corrective action. The third thing is, uh, since we run on uh, uh, app service, so behind the scenes, uh, app service also uses VM, right, to host its containers and, and to host the content coming from the customer. So we uh, periodically we keep changing the underlying uh, uh, machines, the VM, VMs that we use to host these uh, app service so that uh, it, we keep changing this machine so that it's it's not going to stick to one machine so that uh, where a customers can hackers can um, capture the host name. And other thing is at the app service level, the access is very much restricted only to the content that customer is pushing to. And it has a, a file level permissions where only uh, only certain level of uh, operations user can do and not beyond that. And since the access is restricted at the content level or the container where the customer content is being placed, and it, it it will not allow the access to any of the underlying infrastructure or underlying the or the components that app service lay down. It is it, it kinds of secure the whole environment and and we keep changing the underneath infrastructure so that it, it becomes really difficult for the hackers to inject into the site and do the stuff. Awesome. Yeah. What about like um at the WordPress level, right? So WordPress is uh an open source product, but like it continues to evolve, right? So there's yeah. version X today and there's version Y tomorrow. How does that get handled? If I deploy this service on app service today, how do I handle those upgrades? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, and it's really important to keep uh, on, on the latest and greatest version always, right? To not get into the any of the security uh, concerns that we just discussed. So WordPress has these uh, major versions and minor version releases, which they uh, they release frequently, uh, right? So what we had done was in Azure App Service, we have enabled WordPress itself has this auto upgrade feature where uh, customers can opt in. 
So from app service side, we we have enabled that feature. Um, what it does is um, if there is any minor version released by WordPress, we do auto upgrade. We handle that right as an app service. We upgrade the sites for all the customers. Mm-hmm. However, if it is any major version change, then it's a customer choice that customer can opt in for enabling their site to automatically upgrade to the major versions, right? If they if they opt in for that feature, then when WordPress releases a new version, a major version, then the site will automatically upgrade for them. Uh, we have given that control to the customers. We on purpose, we do not want to take that control because sometimes the major versions do come with some of the breaking changes, right? And we don't know that what sort of content the customer has posted on their site and the dependencies that they have with these versioning. So so we wanted customer to decide upon validating their whole stuff, their whole content and then based on their convenience they can choose to upgrade to the highest version in case of major versions and it is very simple in few steps they can migrate the version uh, um, version to the highest version by just in two steps two steps they can log into WordPress the admin of the site can log into WordPress admin dashboard and on the dashboard WordPress keep flagging that okay hey you have a new version do you want to upgrade it so customer can go and click on the button and it will upgrade for them nice. uh, that's how we do the WordPress version upgrades and behind the scenes uh, as I was telling earlier we use PHP, we use uh, Alpine-based Linux container we use to host the WordPress content. Uh, so it has, we have to maintain the Alpine, uh, the base image version also up to date. And we also have Nginx, right? So we have an SLA of 30 days when any newer version of Alpine or PHP or Nginx is released. In 30 days of that newer release, we automatically upgrade these versions behind the scenes and uh, and without any impact to the customers. There won't be any downtime. There won't be any cooling period or anything. Seamlessly, it will upgrade to the newer version and their site would be on the new stack on this. Maybe I don't know if it's too complex, but I was wondering, like, how do people that are more complex handle those kind of, uh, let's say I'm a big enterprise and, um, you know, I'm kind of paranoid about updates like that. I want to make sure, as you said, I want to validate that the new version, let's say it's a major version works. Is there an easy mm. way for them to do that? Or do they usually run like a staging instance of this on app service and then they run a, like a production one and that way they can test their stuff? Is that typical or is there another way, you know? Uh, that's a good question, Kelly. So, um you're right so app service do have a feature of that uh, staging slots right where you can have a slots you can have a staging site and then yes as in most of the customers do have their uh, staging site and their uh, uh, production sites but as of now uh, since uh, in case of wordpress uh, it has both web and database also right database being a different entity here 
Mm-hmm. and there is no uh, staging concept for database as such the staging is only for app service right? mm-hmm. so the customers has to manually handle the database part of it behind the scenes gotcha. so we are working yeah. on we are working on coming up with a, a, a seamless uh, approach for customers to follow where they can leverage these staging slots also and get benefit out of it so we are going to come up with the documented guidance for the customers that they can leverage in a more full-fledged way awesome yeah it sounds it sounds like a great service i'm glad uh, we had you on here to kind of talk through that is there any like um specifics that you can talk to around like wordpress itself and microsoft like a relationship between the two like are we kind of deeply connected with that uh, community that's building that or how, how does that work or are we just basically pulling it from an open source repo and and, and using it you know Okay, that's a great question. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, as it WordPress as a community, it's uh, it's I mean twenty plus years community, right? The community age, uh, and I think we have this um, service running on app service quite some time. But in between, um, we got as a app service as a um, as a offering we. We got kind of slowed down in supporting WordPress. It's it's it was kind of um, quiet for some time, and later on, if you see, there are several WordPress several players in the market who provide uh, WordPress offering hosting platforms, right? So the the cost has become really compete. Uh, the features has become really competent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where and uh, on the app service side also, our Linux offering has become more matured. So uh, thinking all these aspects from last year, we started investing again on the app service side where WordPress on Azure. Nice. We started investing in it. So I think we are very lightly connected with the community right now, but we do have a plans. I think one of the things which we are working on is coming up with a free hosting plan, right? A WordPress uh, on app service with a free hosting plan so that we can connect to the community. We can say that, hey, we have an offering, come and experience it, right? So that's where we are waiting on that uh, that hosting plan to come out so that we can become more active with the community and we can provide some opportunity or playground to the community also to experience or to leverage our offering. So I think since we do not have uh, that playground yet, we are kind of playing little low at this point in time. So we we just monitor the whenever WordPress releases a newer version, we just take it and refresh on our hosting plans. We are at that phase right now, but I think in few months we would be expanding it. Nice. Yeah. And I I think uh, uh, in several sites on um, within Microsoft, right, there were several sites uh, hosted on WordPress. And it it was really kind of uh, surprising to see that they are hosted on a different provider. Okay, WP Engine is one of the WordPress uh, mm-hmm. hosting provider, mm-hmm. and our Microsoft sites are hosted on those uh, uh, those hosting providers. So recently, we started having conversation with some of uh, our Microsoft teams uh, to to show that hey we have our own offering and then see if we can leverage it and then if we can get 
your sites running on our own offline. Yeah, like you said, I mean, uh, the platform or the services you guys have been working on have matured quite a bit uh, in terms of scalability, security, monitoring, all that stuff. So I can imagine that, you know, as that stuff matured, now it now it's viable to run, you know, high scale sites there, you know. Yeah, yeah, true, true. That's great. Yeah. So um, users, I'm sure. So is any of this, uh, I assume this stuff's not in preview. These, everything we talked about here is, is GA. So users can take advantage of it right today in production and all that kind of stuff. Yes. So we have GA this service um, in August 2022. Okay. Last year, uh, we GA the service. And from then we have been evolving this, um, uh, this uh, offering, adding more features, adding, making the site more secure and performant. Performance was one of the biggest uh, feedback we had when we started this, uh, where users are claiming that uh, hey, you have a great hosting platform where I can deploy in few steps, but your performance is not that great, right? So then we took that feedback seriously, and um, we, I think, to some extent, we we made the performance better, leveraging Azure CDN or Azure Front Door for the end user persona. And then we are working on uh, optimizing on the backend side where um, we optimize to good extent now, which will give a good performance for admin personas too, where they can, where they manage their content, they manage the plugins, themes, and all from the admin dashboard. So now we made the dashboard also more performant. Uh, that's one. Uh, that's one step we we move the needle. Then um, we have. Uh, now recently lately we started getting inquiries from different customers that uh, is there a way for them to uh, automatically or or a simple uh, in simple steps they can migrate the site running on a different platform to azure right uh, so uh, we do not have uh, uh, an automated approach yet uh, and if customers have to do that, they have to buy a third party plugins, which is going to be additional cost for them. So now we are working on uh, giving a migration plugin where they can just install that on their WordPress site and then export and import the con content in few steps and then get their site migrated. So we are going to release that plugin in a couple of weeks from now, uh, which customers can get benefit from, and it might help simplify their migration steps. Then we also have, I think, uh, email integration is one of the common feature. I think all the um, several WordPress uh, hosting platforms have that feature, which is very common that especially when uh, a site is Hosted for a university, and when they have any new notifications, right? When a new program is introduced, or the college is going to commence, where they send the news broadcast to their students or to their parents and all, and where this email really plays an important role. So uh, we are coming up with an email integration uh, in Azure. We have the service called Azure Communication Service. So we we are building integration with that service, and we are giving the email feature. It's going to release in a in a week time or so to the customers. Uh, and uh, then we have recently released 
WordPress multi-site support, which seems that uh, a very common feature that WordPress uh, users prefer to, especially when they have, um, um, I'm taking an example of uh, educational institution itself, where they have different branches in different cities, and then they have to manage the content differently for these different cities, but still wanted to manage from one central location or one super admin. In such cases, WordPress multi-site feature would become very handy. That's very commonly used feature. Uh, so uh, where we recently released that feature where they can configure the multi-site either as a subdirectory or as a subdomain where you can have a domain for each city and then users can access to that. Uh, that feature is already available now. Customers can use it. These are some of the things and then the and the most important thing is that the free SKU that we are working on right now um, in a month time we will be releasing a free hosting plan where customers can host WordPress site on Azure app service and play with it. Uh, it's going to be free for 12 months. Um, so they can leverage that uh, that's coming in. And in addition to that, um, they recently we released the best uh, the the best practices guide on giving a guidelines around how to host their website, which would give a better performance and better management. So recently we released a technical blog post on that, which customers can follow and then uh, establish their site on on Azure. That's great. Yeah, I'd like to maybe we can get that link and we'll put it in the show notes for our listeners. Uh, so if they're interested, they can they can go directly to that. So yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like uh, sounds like there's been a lot of lot of work here that your team has been doing and, and yourself. So uh, appreciate you coming on here and talking about uh, uh, what we have there to offer from WordPress. So um, if there's any closing things you want to leave our listeners with, f- feel free. Uh, otherwise, we'll also put the uh, the links in the show notes that you referenced here. Uh, so anybody listening can can check those out. Um, Sure. Yeah, I will share that. And I think, yeah, one last thing I have is, I mean, the AI being uh, is a uh, is, uh, more um, happening thing right now. Right. So um, I think we also have uh, integration with uh, Azure Open AI, um, which will simplify really it uh, it simplifies the admin's job in few minutes it can bring up a blog post it can create an image and uh, if i want to build a travel blog site i just say that hey i create a travel blog site for me with this information then it will spin up the travel blog site for me in any language okay i can specify which language i want in which language i wanted the content and what the subject is about and then in few minutes it will generate uh, a website in the specified language with the completely polished language it does all the grammatical checks and everything and with uh, a fine-grained polished language it will give the website wow. so we yeah that's coming up <laughs> so where uh, everyone can benefit from and in few minutes they can spin up uh, their WordPress site and then host it. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. I hadn't even thought about that AI aspect, but I can imagine that uh, folks, maybe not on the blog post, but on the blog post side too, because they can make a professional, you know, like you said, grammatical checks, all that kind of stuff, even like fact check stuff and things like that. So that's, that's pretty cool uh, that that's integrated yeah. already. So that's awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for coming yeah. again. And 
thanks for thanks for educating our listeners here. Sure. Thank you, Kalen. Nice talking to you. Yeah, I can share all the different links. Yeah, so capture Sounds it good. in your notes and then post it. Yeah. Sounds good. Great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. If you have any thoughts, questions, or just want to connect, find us on Twitter at Azure Podcast. Background music has been taken from ccmixer.org under the Creative Commons license. We hope you'll tune in again soon to keep learning with us.